Good evening, fantasy footballers and gents across the nation. This is the Championship Formula with your host, Mike Plymel. Sitting to my left tonight is the Cajun Raider, Mr. Mike Wielden. Howdy, folks. I'm looking forward to tonight. Uh, so am I. Yeah. Sitting across from me tonight is going to be the casual, Mr. Josh Kenny. How's it going, guys? Everything's going good. Good. Hey, just real quick. Yep. Prayers up for our brother, Vinny. Absolutely. Yes. The nation's going through some tough times right now. So, guys, uh, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Send positive vibes his way. He will appreciate it. Uh, if you see him, stop him on the street. Big hug and kiss. He'll love it. Absolutely. Miss yeah, you, bro. For sure. Yeah. All right. All righty, guys. Well, uh, by the time everyone's going to be listening to this, the draft is going to be Woo-wee! that night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. Exactly. So it's going to be tomorrow night is the draft. Going to have a few people over. Uh, so some of you guys listening tonight are going to be at the house, going to yeah. have a little party. All seven of our listeners are actually going to be at the <laughs> all, all at one spot? Yeah. Oh my God. Nice. Maybe we'll That's do a live good. podcast for them. <laughs> <laughs> have them throw dollar bills at us. That would be good. I think they'll love it. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so we've been bouncing all over the place the last couple weeks, and um, tonight we are going to finish up this damn mock draft that we started a couple weeks ago. And... We've got so much information over the last couple weeks. We are actually going to rehash the first 23 picks that we made. Kind of go over just to see where we're standing at, if there's anything that looks a little funky that's way out of place from what we know now. Uh, Nothing we're going to change, but we just want to maybe say a couple seconds on each one. And uh, But before we get into that, guys, is anything good, new, exciting been going on? Mr. Wielden, what's what's going on over there? Not a lot. Um, I haven't exercised in like probably 53 years and i'm only 52 years old so Mm. good did you just start this week or something in the womb he was like a little lima bean he just sat there (laughs) quietly it was i think the word that they use is sedentary sedentary okay they didn't know if he was alive several times they had to flick flick the stomach a few times (laughs) wake you up yeah Yeah. Uh, okay casual what's going on over there with you man i am um coming off of shoulder surgery so i am this is my first time really being out of the house for more than a you know a little bit at a time so i'm just happy to not be stuck in a chair uh in pain so sedentary i'm, I'm feeling good yeah. yeah yeah that was involuntarily sedentary yeah <laughs> it's like, wife, it feels like house arrest yeah his wife allowed him to drive tonight which yes. was thank you katie yep love wow. that very Got much permission i have a signed permission slip yep <laughs> <laughs> He had it with him in his wallet in case he got pulled over. Yeah, I actually, I said it right on the front seat. I was anticipating it. Yeah, I saw yeah. it whenever I was walking up to the house. Yeah. yeah. In Crown, which was weird. Yeah. Like, come on. We know yeah. it's forged. Yeah, well, Reagan wrote it, and Katie signed it. <laughs> nice. I like it. What about you, man? What do you got going on? I saw that awesome uh, fireplace wall when I walked Absolutely. in your house. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I finally finished that damn thing. That the thing mantle's done. The fireplace is done. All the tile sealed. Um, it turned out basically exactly as I thought it would. It looks perfect. Great. Thank you very much. So that was what was, uh, I guess, I, I wanted to have it done by Easter. Didn't quite make that. Everything was done but the mantle, and then I had to, still had to seal it. But everything's done with it. It is a load off my mind. I've taken it easy the last couple nights, kind of. Still made dinner and stuff like that, but... Well, you have to eat. I do have to eat. <laughs> um, and then I already have an, my next project lined up. What's that? Um, or are you not going to disclose it yet? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I'm redoing the guest bathroom downstairs. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to have pictures up, and I'll put in crown and nice baseboard and paint it all and trim out the mirror and stuff. Nice. Yeah, you always got to have something to do. Absolutely. I'm just going to sit there and watch TV like a slug. Yeah, like me. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. (laughs) Very sedentary. (laughs) The lima bean. The lima bean. I like it. All righty, folks. Well, what we're going to do real quick is we're going to go through our first 23 picks, and uh, we're going to disclose... Or not disclose, but remind everyone who we picked and who we picked them for. And this is going to be a very quick rundown. And I'm going to start us off by saying C.J. Stroud was our number one pick we had going to the Carolina Panthers, which at the time I think was the consensus across the board. It was number one on Vegas odds. And uh, in that time, it has changed. It does look like Bryce Young is becoming off the board. At number one, there's a 99% chance of that happening and a 1% chance 
of a Will Levis coming off at number one. Yeah, that uh, was kind of a new development there with Levis and the whole kind of odd shakeup. Yeah, it just seems weird that he would be telling all of his boys back home, yeah, I'm going number one. Um, it seems like he's doing visits still. I don't know how much time he's spending at home. I guess anything's possible. But at, as far as we know, it is going to be Bryce Young at number one. How do you feel about that? Just real quick. Um, I Would don't you, like it. you like Levis better? Um, I don't want to say I like... You have to choose between those two. Oh, between those two? Yeah. I would take Will Levis. Okay. Yeah. All right. Between those two, I would take Bryce Young. There but you go. CJ Stroud, to me, is still the number one pig. All right. Yeah, no. I, I we And we still have Bryce Young going in the top four. We have CJ Stroud as, no, as the number one, only because of size. I, yeah. Does anyone remember when Russell Wilson was drafted? The stats that he put up in college, incredible. Yeah, if he's he was, a great baseball player, too. If he was three inches taller, Russell Wilson would have been the number one pick overall. It wouldn't right. have been like a debate. And he went in the third round. Seahawks got a steal. But what it was is all about size. Mm-hmm. At 5'11", he weighed a little under 200 pounds. He is the exception, not the rule. Look at anyone else under six foot one, and it's it's a train wreck. Yeah, Let me at, ask you this: Do you think it had to do with the test scores when it comes to Stroud? I was wondering that. That there was that, and then um, he didn't show up for like a meeting or something, right? Was right. It? I, I think he's sending out some negative vibes. Maybe at the last minute, maybe he thought he was locked into that pick, and maybe they're having some last minute second thoughts. What do you think? Uh, actually, I did hear that report that Carolina did not care for the interview. It did not go well. So for whatever reason, maybe he was late. Maybe he was played at aloof. Maybe he thought he already had it locked up. But um, for whatever reason, the interview apparently did not go well, which has probably knocked him down just a peg. But if you look at just pure throwing motion, he's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got everything you look for in the prototypical quarterback, and especially the fact that he's 6'3". I'm I'm sorry. I I know we're going based on uh, Murray. But at 194 pounds and five foot ten, he's an injury risk waiting to happen. 100%. And he's not that mobile. So that that yeah. more worries me than processing speed, arm talent, anticipation, accuracy. That part is all A plus. It's just the size. I worry that can he make it through a season? Can he make it through five seasons? Can he make it to a second contract? And if I'm a betting man, which I sometimes am, I would say no. I agree. I mean, yeah. and you hear the, you know, the, you hear the counter arguments are that, well, he's done it all this time in college too. Well, he had the co- best talent in the entire NCAA right. surrounding yeah. him, the best coaching, the best of the best. Yeah. Um, I don't, I know we got to get down this list quickly, yep. but you have to wonder when they made the trade with Chicago, you had, they had to have had a quarterback in mind. And it sounds like within the past week that may have changed. You think they're regretting trading up for that number one pick after a bad interview with with Stroud, <laughs> right? Man, that's a yeah. great question. I don't know if anyone's asked him that yet, but right, like, oh it, crap, uh, we thought we had our guy, and now we just we just have to take the best and then available. You know, how do you do and damage control with that? You can't. You <laughs> yeah, traded yeah. away yeah. so much, right? But Frank Reich actually said the consensus in the room was C.J. Stroud. He oh, you confirm? Do you confirm that? Or, okay. no, the way he said it was the consensus in the room. We have our man. The consensus. That does not mean we are all locked in. We are all in unison. This is not the entire room saying six everybody. Out of, six out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many guys yeah. fed into that? Was there five scouts? Was there a GM? Was there Frank Reich? Was the offensive coordinator allowed to speak at that meeting? How many guys actually said, this is our guy? How many guys said, uh, he's he's as tall as my 15-year-old, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure my wife outweighs him. So, you know, I mean, that how much did that go into play? Yeah. I mean, we're going to find it's, out. They're going to be under a microscope after this draft, yeah. 100% for what they gave up. Yeah. You know, I heard a stat the other day, by the way, of the last 13, 13 head coaches that have drafted a quarterback number one overall, 12 of them have been fired within one year. I believe it. Ooh, Woo. that's a make or break. I, I totally believe it. Is it is a make or break. And uh, I think, <laughs> and, and the GMs, of course, and a vast majority of the time were also out the door. Who's and, the one that stayed? Yeah. Oh, did, there you go. That, that's the question. Did, well, they, did you know? Um, Zach Taylor. Okay. Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Oh, wow. So, I mean, nice. Yeah. And I know Trevor Lawrence, prob- obviously, with. Um, uh, why, why is his name Urban Paul? did that to yeah. himself because he he's did it an to idiot. himself. He could still be there if he actually put forth 
a single ounce of effort and didn't act like a jackass. Yeah. Walk around like kicking his players. Fondling yeah. his um, like other college student females oh, in a bar. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, that was, I mean... What, uh, who doesn't do that? I mean, that wasn't on the football field. <laughs> it, I'll tell you this much. If he was... If he did that and he was undefeated at that point, he was five and zero. Oh, I forget how many games into the season were. They would have swept. It would have been a blip on the radar. Yeah, you're right. Urban would still be there if he finished. You know, thirteen and four. Right. Like what student? What yeah. dance? We don't even know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. That didn't. He was even just happen. having fun. He was just partying. Done. Yeah. It, it was his buddy's daughter. He was just saying hi. You know, yeah. it would have absolutely. That's been, how they greet each other. For sure. <laughs> the, the old bowling ball grab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so but yeah, 13 of the, yeah, 13, 12 of them wow. are gone. So what they were saying is it wasn't so much they focused on the one. What they were saying is that's why you should pull a Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard is like, I don't think I want a quarterback this year. We're <laughs> going to take Phillip Rivers. We're going to take Matt Ryan. We're going to take, you know, he just getting these old quarterbacks, bring them in, let them play Nick Foles, whoever it is, and keep avoiding taking a quarterback. And you know what? That man still job. has his job. Yeah. Wow. Good point. Yeah, I just I could not believe that. And I, when I went down the list, I'm like, oh my god, that is real. That's, Twelve out of thirteen. That's a, it's, the odds are not in your favor. They are not. So, man, it almost seems unless you know you have a lock solid Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, you you should really take Will Anderson and yeah. say, you know what, we're gonna. We're gonna try it a different way, or trade out and get more picks. Yeah, yeah, or, but they, yeah, they already. Well, no, what they, that up. yeah, they did f that up. But they, well, I guess, unless you knew a hundred percent that was, don't trade up to number one. Yeah, exactly. You don't want the they number have to be, one pick. They right. have to be shaking in their boots at the moment of who they're gonna take. Yeah. yeah, because number two, the Texans, if they take a quarterback, they're like, well. You know, ultimately, we you know we were we played the hand we were dealt. This isn't who we wanted. You know, they, they, there's some outs there. But if you are the number one pick, it's your it's choice. You. It's all on you. Spotlight's on you. All right. All right. So enough on Stroud. Uh, number two with the second pick, we did select Jalen Carter for the Houston Texans. And I got to tell you, right now, that looks more and more like a smart pick. It may not be Carter, but it does. Odds are right now it's Tyree Wilson, I think, is the Vegas odds. Yeah. So, again. Vinny was uh, right with that. I mean, we think he has a chance of being right with that defensive pick. It sounded kind of off the wall at the moment, and it was fun to do, but it's not looking so off the wall at the moment. Good call, Nation. Yeah. So, uh, number three, we went Will Anderson with the Cardinals. We did not do any trades. We just let the team stay where they are. I do feel very certain that the Cardinals are going to trade out of that spot. Um, They've been getting a lot of chatter about, about that, for sure. Absolutely. At number four, we had the Colts taking Bryce Young, which I think I have no problem with taking Bryce Young at number four. Wouldn't be my pick, but at number four, I don't see anything wrong with it whatsoever, and I do feel that they are going to take the best quarterback available to them. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Yep. All right, so number five, we have the Seahawks taking one Christian Gonzalez. Um, I still don't see any problem with that. It probably wouldn't have been my pick, but Seattle is almost definitely going to take a defensive player. I do not believe the shenanigans of Anthony Richardson to Seattle. There's no reason for that, and especially not at number five. Number six, we have the Detroit Lions taking Witherspoon, cornerback Witherspoon, which if Carter's in our mock, Carter was already gone. If he's there, believe it or not, the rumor is they would not take Carter either. They would only want Anderson. And the reason is because apparently Carter had to be like pushed in practice. He it was a very hot or cold. His interviews have been sporadic. Not self-motivated. So that's exactly Where it. There's and, smoke, there's fire, man. And Seattle is all about team first and... You know, rah, rah. All right, so next up is going to be Vegas at number seven. We have them taking Joey Porter Jr. And uh, cornerback, that seems a little high. If they, I think so. It, it is a little bit high, let's uh, be honest. But a defensive back is, if that's who they were going for with Witherspoon and Gonzalez off the board, if that's what they were set on, I could see it happening. But it feels like a long shot. feels like Levis or... Richardson could be the pick here. A lot of chatter about Vegas wanting to move up for a quarterback. That's an Oakland type move too. They're not gonna. They just don't seem to make 
on logical smart decisions. moves. Yeah. yeah. If they just go for the biggest name, right. it seems in their nature to do that. And the fastest Darius Hayward Bay. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Richardson, if he's available, he probably seems like their guy. Yeah. Yeah. Very well could be. I mean, but uh, we are talking about Josh McDaniels, who worked with Tom Brady for years. Does he really feel that he needs a size, speed freak at quarterback? I don't. I think he's good with Jimmy G. I personally feel he's good with Jimmy G, and they're not going to do it. Um, I don't know about Porter, but I would love to see him take a smart pick. Yeah, this is where this is where their draft starts to get shaky, probably right at that point. Right. Yeah. All right, so number eight, Atlanta. There is a lot of talk about Bijan going to the Falcons at yeah, number eight. I've which heard that. I would be absolutely surprised if that's really what they do. They drafted Algier last year. They still have Patterson under contract. Um, I would also be surprised if they went quarterback here. It seems like they really do believe in Ritter. Who we took was Njigba. Wide receiver. I actually like that pick. I, I like it too. more now. Yeah, it's yeah. a good pick there. Yeah. You're yeah. giving him every weapon. And you, you basically got a free pick. They, you didn't have to waste any draft stock last year on Algier. Yeah. Um, just get get the receiver. That's that's going to be the, the commodity. Give them their weapons and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so number nine for Chicago. Just like most major mocks, we have them taking Skaronsky. Don't know if there's anything to say about that. He is... At the very least, the number two rated offensive tackle on the board. There is talk about Bodum to guard, but that seems like a very sound pick, and I'm good with it. Number 10, Philadelphia. This is where we have the Eagles taking Bijan Robinson. Uh, there is talk about that. There, there's a lot of possibilities. The Eagles don't have too many holes. This team is pretty loaded across the board. They've got one more go at it on defense, a couple aging players, but most of them are on a contract for one more season. So if they feel like that's what they need to win Super Bowl, have at it. I got no complaints. They were great last year. I can't imagine even not taking Bijan. They're not going to be great. Number 11, this would be pretty much a dream scenario because there's a lot of talk about the Titans needing to move up. We have them taking Will Levis at number 11. Mm-hmm. You guys still good with that one? Absolutely. Yeah, they'd be happy. They don't, they don't have who they want back there, that's for sure. Yeah, Tannehill's really fallen off the last couple years. Injuries have, of course, hurt, and now they're they missing have, their left tackle. <sighs> I don't know. No what's... faith in um, Malik. No, no, God. And it, I think there was even rumors that Vrabel doesn't even like him. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> believable. Did you see him play? Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> who, what, do, who did? Who's the alien guy that that was playing like the last quarter oh, of the season? Oh, Dobbs. Yeah, yeah. Josh yeah. Dobbs, Joshua some with Dobbs. the weird shaped head. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. The alien guy. <laughs> Very not... nice. Sorry, Joshua Dobbs, if you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you listen. Yep. All right. So number twelve, which also seems incredible, because this is what the talk is, is that Houston is looking for a quarterback with their second pick. We have them. We have them drafting Anthony Richardson. Which, if that was the scenario where they were able to get their top defensive player and Anthony Richardson off the board at number twelve, that's uh, seems like best case scenario. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? They would get. I think they would be getting extremely lucky if they did that. I mean, I think we're all skeptical if Richardson's going to even get to a second NFL contract. But his upside right there, falling that far, is tantalizing. And if they can develop him somehow, that's that's I mean, the key word: develop. Like, yeah. do they have the coaches in place to develop? It this could guy? be a double home run for them. Right. I just. I'm. I just. I watched him play in college. I didn't watch a lot of Florida games, but I watched him play against Florida State, and I would occasionally tune into Florida games. He didn't feel scary to me when he was in the in the game. I didn't feel worried about him. I didn't feel like he was going to do anything. I don't know. You watched a lot of Florida games. Do you feel the same way? Same thing. I, I mean, I've said it already numerous times. I was literally shocked when I saw that Anthony Richardson was a top quarterback draft pick and i was like what no but were you just as shocked at his combine were you like no no that guy i mean obviously if you watched him play when he took off there was a few plays like down the sideline i mean he he is huge he is a massive guy with tons of speed he's an incredible athlete and if this is what the game of football was was guys jumping on the sideline and running 40 yard dashes well (laughs) he'd be yeah he'd be number one number one (laughs) yeah but since you actually have to play the game uh, no, he doesn't even crack the, t- the first round for me. 
But I understand why Houston would have to. Davis Mills is not the answer at quarterback. He could be a decent piece. He could be a... Uh, he puts energy in, into the back into them So his as leadership well. skills, yeah. Mm, I don't he, know if he has leadership skills. No, just, I, mean, I mean, oh, I thought you were talking about Mills. Like, I uh, thought you were saying Mills kind of like... No, yeah, I was talking about Mills oh, as sorry. well. Oh, I was talking about Richardson. if they got, got Richardson. You. Yeah. It's oh. going to... They're, they're, they've been floundering for a couple of years now. Yeah, they got a new coach. If you got Richardson, you're gonna hype up the fan base a little bit. Gotcha. He's gonna have what? What did they get? Like a four year contract to start? Three year contract? It is a four year guaranteed. Okay. And then when you're drafting in the first round, you have the option for the fifth year, which is why you always see movement at the end of the first. Teams trading up to get whatever quarterback running back wide receiver offensive tackle you usually don't see it too much for like defensive backs and stuff like that to move back to lock up. that in yeah to lock that in for the fifth year to lock them in cheaply yeah I, I could see them wanting to hype up the fan base too with a pick like that but i think we're all in agreement that he probably doesn't make it past that first contract yeah no probably not all right so in the last couple of weeks we have seen the jets and the packers flip-flop picks with the packers now owning the 13th pick we are probably going to still give him the exact same pick, which is going to be Jordan Addison with Njigba off the board. If Njigba is still there in the real draft tomorrow night, I think that's where they go. And, how, I think, and how funny would that be? Oh, yeah. I know that's a giant middle finger to Aaron on the way out. <laughs> yeah, for, oh, yeah. To finally take one? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Does anyone know who the last wide receiver they took in the first round was? I'm just going to throw a name out there, which is going to be re- ridiculous. Javon Walker. You are correct, sir. No way. Yeah, way. Nice. Um, the closest one to that, with a move back at to number 34 to take one Jordy Nelson. That was going to be my guess wow. with Jordy Nelson. Yeah, he was just outside the first round, but Javon Walker was. He was an incredible talent, and then he tore his ACL. There's a lot of advancements in technology since then because he was never really the same after that. He was traded one year later after he came back. So and obviously his career went nowhere because he looked he looked legit when he started. Yeah. I think someone's dying in the I background. I think someone is dying or is about to die. <laughs> it's it's in the process. Yes. Really need to get that door installed. There we go. Um so here we go. We got New England. They're going to stick to the same pick that they always do, which is a high uh they're going with Banks at safety, maybe a nickel corner. But that's we had them drafting. Realistically, they're going defensive back or offensive tackle because that's what they always do. They're not going to change that up now. Any problem with that? I'm going to go ahead and just put my outlier in here. Oh. Zay Flowers, if he's still on the board, goes to New England. Oh, what a fantasy buzzkill that would be. I yeah, think poor so. Zay Flowers. I, I think that's where he would go. We'll see so, if I'm, I might be wrong. God, yeah, someone should send him a card if that happens. Yeah. It, it would kill every bit of hype that he's got going right now. Jeez. Because yeah. I don't think they're going to get D-Hop. They need a receiver. They don't. Their receiver room is weak, but um, you guys are probably right. They're going to do the New England, or they're going to trade down like Vinny said. They're notorious for that. Yeah. And get 15 million other picks. Yeah, so, but uh, we'll Good. see. All right, uh, next up now is going to be the New York Jets. A couple weeks ago, actually last week, we had them taking Broderick Jones. Uh, that is going to be offensive tackle to protect their new toy, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Um, any problems with that one? Nope, they need to. Yeah, yeah sounds absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yep. All right, next up is going to be the Commandos taking Branch. I believe that's a defensive back, correct? Yep. Okay. Safety, I believe. Okay, safety. Oh, that was a kid from Alabama. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Washington probably going to take him. And I, I could probably go back and look, but that seems realistic. At number 17, we've got... The Pittsburgh Steelers, and this pick is pretty much set in stone. They are absolutely going to take the top-rated offensive tackle off the board. They have to. They have to protect um, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. They have to give him a chance. So they used enough draft stock on him to keep to protect him. That that seems like a no-brainer for yeah. sure. All right, so now we have number eighteen, the Detroit Lions, and this time they're using their own pick instead of the Rams. And it has them taking Tyree Wilson. And if I'm a betting man, Tyree Wilson is long, long gone by this point. Um, Their offense was by far not the issue last year. I still think that they're going to go defense on the second pick. They went defense on the first pick. If their offense stays status quo from last year, D. 
defense, I think, is the way to go. Yeah. Cash? Do you think there's any receiver on the board that they're willing to throw some something at because of all all their suspensions that they just had? Do you, do you think no, that changes anything? I. That's a good point. If if I was redoing it right now, yeah, I would love to see Dalton Kincaid oh, come oh, off right here. I was just looking at that name. Yeah, okay. Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, they traded away Hawkinson last year. They need a tight end. Oh, I don't know that the, with Amon Ra with Williams. I just don't know that 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 is a priority for them. Okay, but and you think Dalton Kincaid comes off the board before Michael Meyer? You guys still one hundred percent? I do personally. I actually do personally as well. I feel he's more of like a Jimmy Graham esque type. Jimmy Grandpa. Jimmy Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as opposed to Michael Mayer, where, where he does everything really, really well. Yeah. And Kincaid is more of the athlete slash receiver option. Maybe not quite the blocker. Maybe not quite as skilled as right. at like route running. But he's an athlete with great hands. I'm gonna stick with Michael coming com- or Meyer coming off the board first. That's okay. just me, just okay. to go against the grain. But I love the fact that you changed it up to a re- to a, um, another weapon for golf. Yeah. And to help make up for some of those suspensions. I'm yeah. I'm down. Okay. Good. All right. So here we go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we have them selecting Mr. Darnell Wright. That is uh, offensive tackle. <laughs> yeah, they need help. They, I mean, realistically, is there anything they don't need? Right. No. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. Yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield could come in and save the day like he did with the Rams. <laughs> no, he, that one game. he could do it every game. That's true. He could, Baker being Baker, he finally steps into himself. Is that it? Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. So, number 20, we have the Seattle Seahawks, and they're going to stick to defense and select the end Miles Murphy. Which I guess they could if they do indeed select a defensive back with their first pick. I do think it flip flops and they'll take a defensive back here. But and for this exercise, we're going to say Miles Murphy is on the board and they will select him with that pick at number twenty. That's not a bad pick for them if they if no. he if he ends up going there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we had the Dolphins forfeiting their pick uh, just for shits and grins. They thought it would be funny to try and tamper with Brady and the league, and it didn't work out for them, so they are going to select a big pile of poopy. Oh, that sucks. I know. Yep. That's yeah, that's hard when you're supposed to put the card up there, and then you don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now we have the Los Angeles Chargers on the board, and they are going to select the heir apparent to Keenan Allen. Wah, wah, wah. Mm. Sad face emoji. Here it goes. Quentin Johnston off the board at number 21. Josh literally hates this guy. I don't really? hate him. I'm he, just not he, sold. On his dartboard, he yeah. printed out his face, and he's been throwing darts at it. Hates wow. Quentin Johnston. There's just not – he doesn't excel at anything. Um, he's got the big body that you want. I'm just not sold on him. I feel like there's – Always a few uh, guys his size, like the big bodies. Was he 6'3"? He is 6'3". 6'3 guys, and they just have the physique that you want. They're used to overpowering guys in college, and then you get to the NFL, and your level of competition is much higher, and you don't have that, that physical edge that you need. I just don't see it out of him, but maybe he'll prove me wrong. Yeah, I mean, after the catch, he does basically have one move. It's a spin move as soon as he catches the ball. However, uh, was, I'm trying to think where I read it at. It was a stat book that was showing number one against press coverage in all of college football last year was, in fact, Mr. Quentin Johnston. Oh. And that was a predicator of success into yeah. the NFL, showing some of those stats. And uh, I guess if that is the case, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of love. I do like the size. There's so many little guys. Right. And, I mean, 5'9", buck 83 is not like tiny. Yeah. But it's not the the X receiver that you're looking for. It's not the Mike Evans. It's, I mean, Keenan Allen isn't huge, but at least he's 6'2", 210. Yeah. You know, he's only 4'5", five, five speed, but he's an incredible route runner. That exactly. That's what my notes exactly. I have great route runner. His cuts are phenomenal. Um He's a poor man's Randy Moss. That's my comp for it. I'm surprised you didn't say a poor man's Terrell Owens. Yeah, no, he copy and paste every other, every other Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. You know, the problem is that he, I guess he's got a problem, you know, dropping balls and stuff. But I think that can get cleaned up. Obviously, Jamar Chase had the same, you know, concern. 
Yeah, he lets a lot of catches into his body. Yeah. So, but I mean, number one in the country against all the other guys with contested catches. Now, of course, you can say, well, yeah, he's bigger. Should be able to box out a lot of these guys. He should be able to beat some of these smaller college defensive backs off the line. Either way, he was number one. I've got him at 6'4", 215, running a 440. I think That's he, fast. I think he finished at... And I don't know if he, I think he did the combine six three two zero eight four five seven. That was at his pro day. Oh, okay. at his pro no, day. Was, no, he did a four five two at his pro day. Four five two. Okay, that's so, still I mean, pretty quick. It's still pretty quick. Yeah. Um, he has everything that you. I mean, every time a draft comes up, these are the kind of guys you're like, this is this guy. He's got yeah, the tools. Right. I I'm just not sold. I could be totally wrong. I'm just. The casual. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, though, if the Chargers take him and let him learn behind the, like, arguably the best route runner in the league in Keenan Allen, yeah, he can only get better. There's no way you can work with Keenan Allen and watch what he does and become worse. He's going to be that wild card. Someone's got to take him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like he's not going to get drafted yeah. because he has everything that you want. But will, will it happen? The Chargers will. <clears throat> excuse me would be making the right pick here they have to have an heir apparent so i like where mike's going here right right all right well um and then the last pick that we made before we cut it off was the baltimore ravens selecting wide receiver zay flowers and that's almost as sad as him going to the patriots man <laughs> yeah i mean it's a waste of a pick for zay flowers he should be sad to go there i know he's happy that he's drafted high in the first round but uh that's not the landing spot that he should really really especially want especially now that obj football. is there i mean uh, i mean don't give me 31 year old hasn't played in two years coming off a torn acl diva nah. yeah it's for me I, I think he probably has a hard time cracking 65 catches and especially if Lamar is not there. Yeah. And if he's playing on that franchise tag, we've all said it in unison, that is the worst case scenario for Baltimore. Right. Because he's he's not going to give his best. Yeah. Um, because he knows, just like last year, if he gets hurt, he's costing himself tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a bad scenario. So that was our top 23 uh, we are going to take a very short break and come back. We're going to finish up the first round with the last nine picks. And uh, just a reminder, in case anyone has forgotten about the Island Boy. Island Boy. My, you'll never forget about that. I'll never forget about it. It's It was a life-changing moment. Yeah. The drizzle in my mouth. Oh, my God. First time ever, and I'll never forget it. I've <laughs> craved it ever since. It's great stuff. <laughs> yeah, so if you, it's up there off of Vieira Boulevard in 95. Uh, stop over, say hi to Mike. Let him know that you heard about the Island Boy Pizza and Mr. D's Delicious Pizza on the Championship Formula. Uh, give him a hug. Slowly caress his face and ask for some drizzle. And pinch his butt. Ooh, he loves that, it. That might be too far. Maybe oh, he a doesn't slap. like that anymore. No, no, not the not the whole grabbing, just a you, little slap. You did a bowling ball gesture, and he doesn't like that. No, I, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. Like, why? He tried to square drizzle in my eye when I did that. <laughs> Weird thing, nothing in his hands. That was the weird part. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, definitely go down and uh, say hi to Mike and get yourself some of that Island Boy pizza. All right, and we will be right back. Yes, sir. And we are back. That was fun. That was fun. I I enjoyed it. it. You never touched me like that before. I love group hugs on yeah. break time. It's incredible. It was just a two-man hug, but they were really into it. <laughs> it felt like you had five arms. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was using his legs and feet, too. <laughs> you were actually holding him up. You didn't even know it. Yeah. There was a moment where it, it felt like my soul and, and your soul were intertwined. I felt that. You and did? It was like, yeah, and, yeah. And Katy Perry's song Fireworks was playing in my head. Oh, my God. That was playing in my head. Yeah. Incredible. It was a true connection. It was. Oh, so where were we? Oh, I'll tell you where we were. We are at pick number 23. The Minnesota Vikings are on the clock on our little draft. And, well, this would not have probably been my pick a couple weeks ago. But since we are living in the present, as always, I am going to go with what the experts have been saying. And it does seem to be making more and more sense with Cousins in his last year. Right. It does feel like this is the time and the place for one Hendon Hooker. That's going to be a nice pick. 
It is. He won't be able to play. If pro- he's probably going to start the season on the pup list. Yep. That's okay. That is absolute. He'll get to learn behind a consummate professional and Kirk Cousins. Yep. Um, if he does pan out, he's got some real pieces to throw to um, between Hawkinson, between Jefferson. Uh, I, I think the jury's still out on Osborne, but at the very least, he's a nice complimentary number three. Maybe they can find a number two in the second round. I could see that for sure. Yeah. yeah. But for right now, he's it's solid. I don't know about Dalvin Cook, if he's still going to be there come you know, game opener, but it could be Madison. Either way, he's still got a solid running back. They got a playoff caliber team. Um, Absolutely. And he gets to come in and just learn. For sure. He was a four-star prospect coming out of high school. Um, he can throw the deep ball. I don't think getting the ball, him getting the ball to Jefferson is going to be a problem. No. Right. Um, he'll force feed him if he has to. He he was really good at Tennessee. So I know that a lot of talk was some manufactured offense, manufactured points, gimmicky. And his age. But, yeah, the age is a big drawback. He's he's not going to blaze um, anyone. He ran, I think, a 4-9. Right. But was it really that slow? I believe so. But that was with, he was dragging his ACL behind him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, it would be weird, though, in a Walmart bag or something, just dragging it on the ground as he's kind of limping. It was in, like, one of those, uh, like, hitchhiking, hitchhiking bags. Where oh, yeah. the over the shoulder. Yeah. It looks like a red and white checkered. Yeah. Yeah, and he just ran right down the... Uh, and the fan was blowing against him, too. The, uh, they had the yeah. fan. God. So 4.9's not too bad. 4.9 no. does seem reasonable. Considering that, yeah. But, Actually, I think that's still faster than what Kirk Cousins runs. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, he is old um, as far as college prospects go, but I like the pick. Could I'm, either, I'm good with that. Could either of you guys run faster than a 4.9? No. Uh-uh. No? <laughs> no, I actually tried running, I want to say, it was probably like 10 years ago, and it was like a 5.08. Oh, my goodness. Now, I was pretty fat at the time. I was probably sitting heavy at, like, 223. And it wasn't, like, like thick fat. It was, like, soft fat, like a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. It was it was like a bowl of jelly running down that 40-yard dash. It was sad. People stop and laugh. Like, what is it? Was like, is that guy okay? Is he going to die? 6'6", six, six, he clocked in at. Yeah, but it was, like, a 5.09. And I was Whoa. really trying. It wasn't, like... All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go out there for fun. No, it was like I was running against my son, and I had to <laughs> had to really prove, and it was it was sad. We'll slip to the next pick really quick, but y- yeah, at Tennessee, his touchdown to interception ratio, fifty eight to five. That's in the SEC. Wow. So that's impressive. He's why not take a pick right there? He's, yeah. It, there's yeah. so much chatter of him going up into the first round. Just do it. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Me too. All right, so that brings us over to number 24, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Mr. Wielden is going to be selecting for them, and I'd like to know. Yeah, so Brian Branch is already gone, right? Yes. He is. So I'm going to go – I'm still going to try to help them out in the secondary by adding a cornerback, Emmanuel Forbes. Oh, Emmanuel Forbes weighing in at a robust 151 pounds at six foot tall. He is uh, basically like a sheet of plywood out there. I like it. Uh, he's not doing much for fantasy, so we're, uh, we don't have to even talk about him right. much. Right, yeah, exactly. Nice one. Yeah, very good. But that's what that's what they need. Okay. All right, so here we go. We are now looking at the New York Giants on the clock, and the casual is going to be taking him. Cash, who do you got? I have them taking um, the best receiver available at this point. Um, so that – is it going to be Zay Flowers? Is he well, still? Is he going to slide there? Is gone. No, I, I know. So it, it's in real life. It's going to be whoever slides to that spot because they don't have anybody good. Um, it's a it's a really re, uh, weak receiver class. So um, probably looking at a, like a Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt or a Josh Downs. Those yeah. guys appear to be neck and neck on who's going to be the next one. You got to go down a little bit. A Cedric Tillman, a Marvin Mims. Those guys are you know. Yeah, so Hyatt's probably your best pick since you're going. I mean, we just took Hooker off the board. They locked up Saquon. They locked up Daniel Jones. They were they were a playoff team this past year, right? Then they get knocked out in the first round. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but their receivers are constantly injured. Yeah. They need somebody that can actually stay healthy and, and gives you. Um, I actually, a weapon out there. I have Downs graded higher than um, Hyatt. Downs I have as a comp, um, like 
kind of like a Tyreek Hill type player, smaller player. Everyone takes notes. This fast. dude takes. I'm looking at his notebook. He he doesn't typically let me look at it. He's got some serious notes in there about the receivers. Yeah. Um, Downs is a shifty guy, super fast, um, kind of like a Tyreek Hill 2.0. That's that's a high bar you just set right yeah, there. Yeah, that's really what I. I don't know. We should tone this whole Randy Moss, T.O., Tyreek Hill <laughs> comparison down. Um, unfortunately, once you get to these guys, these are all smaller guys. Yeah. So it's all – I hate to say it, but it's just it's not a great group. It's a horrible receiver from. class. Yeah. So that is one that I would probably disagree with only because they have a ton of wide receivers that are all small in your – I mean, it seems like they've got every – they Cole got a, Beasley they, look alike. They've got um, the guy got, they tra- Wandale Robinson's five foot seven. Hodgkins is at six three. Is he? He's a big boy. Yeah. Uh, wasn't he an undrafted free agent? They pulled off the practice squad. Yeah, that's my point. They yeah. have no draft capital into these receivers. I am thinking that I know we're going based off of our draft. I'm, th- I'm thinking in real life. Mm-hmm. One of the other receivers that we haven't mentioned may slide this far. Right. And if they do, I can. That's where I see them pulling them. So that's. I mean, they j- even just signed. You know, they got Darren Waller. Right. He might be their re- wide receiver. Number one, one, yeah, A or one B at this point. Yeah, so they they that's the, I think that's their biggest need in this draft. They just it's going to be tough for them to find somebody. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we have uh, Hyatt coming off the board, and it is coming over to me, and I'm going to sit there pretending to do my best Jerry Jones impersonation with the Dallas Cowboys in the 26th pick, and I know who I want to take. Uh, and I know who I probably should take. Who I want to take is Charbonnet right here. I want to I want to take a Zeke Elliott type clone, a little bit bigger, hard to bring down, still good in open space, great hands. I like it, but this is Dallas we're talking about. They're not going to do that. With Dalton Schultz leaving for the Houston Texans, oh, I'm going to take the first tight end off the here board. I'm going to run up to the run up to the podium, and I'm taking Dalton Kincaid. Nice. Yep. There I it love it. So swapping out Dalton's for the Dallas Cowboys, and man, I think this is a match made in heaven. It, it, it yeah, really is. That's, pro- that's probably the right pick. Yeah. And come, the, I'd, I'd imagine at least one of those uh, two top uh, tight ends is still going to be on the board there. Right. There's a good chance that that happens, Mike. Absolutely. I yeah. love that pick. But yeah, Charbonnet, yeah. man. Yeah. He does have. He has a name about him. Well, guess where he's going seemed, next. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. So we've got the Buffalo Billies up at number 27. Yeah. Woo. Come right. to Papa. Come really? to Papa. Really? Yeah. You're taking Charbonnet off the board. Absolutely. Wow. I did not see that happening, Yeah. Um, actually. And I think the reason is because they used so, so much draft capital uh, to get James Cook last year. Yeah. I know they let Devin Singletary go, and he was pretty much the only other running back worth mentioning so I guess it is possible, Josh. Since, since this is my team, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of cut against you. Okay. Because I know what they need. Okay. They need an offensive line. They need people to protect Josh Allen, and Charbonnet is gonna be a good NFL running back. And I, I'm you you zigged and I zagged, but uh, I personally think they need some protection for Josh Allen. Okay. Oh, look at this. What kind of concierge service is this? Wow. He, he has to pay an extra 20 bucks a week for that, though. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But the uh, back rubs are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, where are you at on this? Are you going Charbonnet or are you going with protection? So I am actually going to have to stick with the casual on this one. Okay. For me, I actually... I actually like Torrance coming off the board here. He is the number one rated guard, incredible run run blocker. He is a mountain of a man. Not that they don't need a running back to complement Cook because he is a much, much smaller back. I like Torrance here. I think they are going, I think they're more worried about Josh Allen. I think they feel very comfortable with their Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs wide receiver combo. If there's any truth to the rumor about DeAndre Hopkins going there, that would be huge. Dawson Knox at a tight end, they're set there. 
So yes, for me, Osiris Torrance is your guy. That's that's who I was thinking in my head. Okay. That's that's what I'm going to go with only because they've only mentioned it about a dozen times this offseason. We need to get Josh Allen more protection and he needs to stop running the fucking ball. If the Bills do not bolster the offensive line through the draft, they will not, I'm going to I'm going to call it right now. Buffalo will not win the AFC East if they do not bolster their offensive line. Ooh. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, 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 Bold prediction. Uh, yeah. I think the Jets actually will surpass them. Whoa. Yep. That is a, that's a call. Um, hey, I'm the biggest Bills fan that I know, you I guys know. know. I firmly believe it. Bill, the Buffalo Bills will take a huge step back. They will not win their division if they do not bolster their offensive line in this draft wow. successfully. Okay. If they take a couple of picks and they swing and miss. They still won't win the division. It's got to be hits. Okay. I have respect for people that watch their team every single week. So, I mean, same thing with me with the Raiders. Like, I've watched the team every single week for the last how, however long DirecTV's been in business. So, yeah. Seven years? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I think that came... When, when did the... Like, what was that? 92 or something? Something like that. Yeah. I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. is it my pick now? It is going to be your pick. It is the Cincinnati Bengals up on the board and... Josh? I think you know where I'm going with this. You have to replace Joe Mixon. He's still on the team at the moment. You think they cut him? I, I you have you have to line up his replacement whether he's on the team or not. You have to be prepared. I think I know um, where this is going then. He's undersized, but he has speed. He has a lot of weapons, and I think Cincinnati can mask his size with their weapons on the outside and all of their receiving talent. Jameer Gibbs. Off the board, Jameer Gibbs. Nice. Uh, by I many, like he is the number two running back on most mock draft experts yeah. list. Um, Charbonnet is a real close number three, but in this spot, it is going to be Jameer Gibbs. He can catch the ball. He's very fast. You're not putting a huge um, burden on him in the backfield Yeah. because you have – Joe Burrow, you have a good offensive line. You have some of the best receivers in the league. It does not put a huge weight on Jameer Gibbs' back to carry this team. He's allowed to compliment all of those guys. I love that. Pick. And I think that's. I mean, I think that's. I don't know. I think that's a good pick for them. No, that's I love it. I'm I've at. got I've got Char- Charbonnet rated four point five out of five stars, and I've got Gibbs rated four point zero out of five right, stars. So he's right so, there. Right there. <laughs> You All guys right. heard it here first. Heard it here first. Jameer Gibbs to the Bengals. Mr. Plymouth, where are you at? Um, with the next pick? No, on Jameer Gibbs. No, actually, that's who I would have taken as well. Okay. Gibbs would have been off the board. I do think Mixon does get cut. They save way too much cap space. He's a giant pain in the ass. Uh, he's a huge asshole, and everybody hates him. Yeah, so why not get off- rid of him? Tell me how you really too. feel about yeah. this guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I mean, he was a handful before he even came into the NFL. Now we've got another issue with him. And let's just be honest. At this point, everyone knows running backs are not going to get that kind of money. You have to be not just good. You have to be incredible. Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, incredible. You can't just be good anymore at running back to get paid. Joe Mixon's not incredible. He's a, he's a solid running back who's overpaid at this point when you compare him to what others are making. Right. So... Save yourself some money, get his replacement, get him on the cheap. They're probably going to have to pay Gibbs about $1.7 million this season. That's way, way less. Yep. So. And you're still a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. So the next pick is going to the Saints. They got that from San Francisco. I do feel that they're going to be looking at defensive line. I know a lot of the mock experts have Brian Breezy or Brise going from Clemson. I actually feel this is going to be a little bit of a swerve. I think they're going to take Kalijah Cansey here. I think Cansey comes off the board to the Saints. I like it. At this pick. Still defensive line. I think he's got a little more upside, and I think that's what they're going to do. Any pushback on that one, boys? Not at no, all. They, they, that's their need. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's the case, here we go. Mr. Wielden gets the pick for the Philadelphia Eagles once again. Yeah, how does that happen? I buoyed it that way. <laughs> I, I kept like I went down the list and then I adjusted it so you would get the Eagles once again. Nice. So, uh, Mr. Wielden, the Eagles have no holes. Everything now at this point is a luxury. They need nothing to get back to at least the conference championship. 
Who are they going to take to push them over the top? Hey, man, they say defense wins Super Bowls. I'm going to go defense. I'm going to go with an edge rusher. Okay. Um, Will McDonald's gone, right? Oh, McDonald's still there. (laughs) (laughs) Ronald McDonald is still on the board, too. Uh, I'm assuming you would be looking at Nolan Smith at this point, who at... Um, He's still on the board, huh? He is still on the board. I went back and looked. Oh, wow. I'm a little surprised, unless Mike had someone else that he was looking at for Philly. Wait, Nolan Smith is still available? Nolan Smith is still available. He's a little undersized, I believe. Yeah, he broke up with his girl a few weeks ago, so he, he's literally he's out there <laughs> on the open market. He's he's looking. Yeah. No. Who do you got? No, I'm going Will McDonald. Will McDonald. Yeah. Are we looking at the same same? He's shoot? looking at the 2024 projected draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will. no, I'm going with Will McDonald. Will McDonald. Out of Iowa State, for those that don't know or have never heard of him, Will McDonald, number four, mind you, and he is going to the Eagles at number 30. Wow. And I got the other ones so right. Yeah. No, this one's not good. Uh, I mean, they actually have, on the consensus, they have the uh, Eagles at number 10, potentially taking Nolan Smith. So when it gets down to number 30... Oh, Nolan Smith. Yeah, what'd you think I said? Nolan Ryan? <laughs> oh, Nolan... Uh, you didn't put the emphasis on Smith. Smith. Oh, no. Nolan Smith. I thought you meant Nolan Smith. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. Well, I wouldn't say. <laughs> yeah, you can say. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just put you down for Nolan Smith on that one? Yeah, and, yeah I'm uh, good with that. All right, that's good. Yeah. I like that you're good with that since he's still there. Realistically, he's not going to be there at number 30. We've Oh, uh, so there you go. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, because the Eagles should have taken him at 10. Wielden. Instead of Bijan Robinson. Uh, yes, instead of Bijan Robinson. Oh, I mean, they stu- they could still take him. I mean, you never know. Um, realistically, Rashad Penny's going to be hurt by the draft anyway. I know um, he's going to get hurt somehow. Yeah, that's stepping fact. out of the shower. He shut his hand in the car door, something. He'll be hurt by tomorrow night. Yeah. That's a fact. Yep. Well, here we go to finish off our first ever mock draft as the championship formula. And this is going to be the defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. And at number 31, there are there are definitely positions of need for this team. And the casual is going to decide how they solve that problem. Josh, what are they doing? They need a receiver, but they are not taking a receiver this deep. There's nobody. uh, Actually, I take that back. Patrick Mahomes is like Brady. He can probably turn anybody into something, but they're not going to do that. I believe that they're going to take, they're going to bolster their defensive line and they're going to help their pass rush. They're going to take the best edge rusher off the board. That's up for debate of who's available at this moment. I don't think Van Ness ever came off our board. I think he would have came off in real life. In real life. Um, Keon White um, out of Georgia Tech is still on the board. He is a big boy. Um, he's gonna Old give... McDonald's still available. He is still out there. <laughs> I'm going to let him slide to the, the second or third pick of, of the Chiefs if they really need a farmer. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> That's who I have them taking, either Keon White or Van Ness, some, some a big edge rusher to really bolster their defense. Yeah, Van Ness has been projected middle of the first round. So yeah. if he was here, I think just talent-wise, if they say we're just going to take the best player available minus a quarterback or running back even, I could absolutely see that coming off the board. They'd be If he fell this far, they'd probably be really fucking happy. Of course. I think they would be. I would be. If I was the Chiefs, I'd be very happy with Van Ness coming off the board right there. Yep, and he's he's a monster too. Yeah. So I think they take if if there's some still some good edge uh, rusher talent or defensive line talent, I think that's what they pull because Mahomes has proven he can he could probably throw to me out there in yeah. my seven seven uh, forty time. <laughs> <laughs> that's an official time, by the way. That yeah. was not wind aided. <laughs> yeah, for real, seven seven. All right, so how do we feel about this? I know uh, it took us a couple weeks to complete this because we broke it up so much. We were doing a little dynasty talk. We were uh, talking about a few position players, updates, free agents, rumor I, mills. I have to be honest. I'm, I'm really disappointed in myself right Why? now. Huh? Because I feel like I failed miserably. Like I feel like I'm 
the worst drafter in the entire universe. Now nah, you guys, you guys caught me off guard with one of mine too, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually just joking. No, I thought you did really solid. That last one, I don't think you realized Nolan Smith was still on the board. I didn't. Yeah, I think that would have been an easy one for you had you realized. But otherwise, yeah. no. Everything else. I mean, we have a small bet going with the Bichon that uh, as long as he's there with the first pick for the Eagles, if they pass on him, I, I can owe, win. I owe you lunch, right? But I even said if they get a second chance at him. And they pass again, I owe, then I owe you something even more explicit, like Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but we can't say it on there. Right. It's written down right in front of us, though. Gosh. Yeah. Actually, so it's a picture of... that I draw. I'm scared of that. <laughs> I am so scared of that. I know. What is that thing? Uh, I think you know, Mike. <laughs> I don't want to yes, know. Yes, those are tears coming out of your eyes in my picture. But you just got to go through with it. That's how it works. <laughs> Please, God, save me. <laughs> we'll know after you guys hear this. We'll know within a few hours of listening to this draft how right or wrong we were. Yeah, for sure. Um we're going to be wrong on so much. Of course. And every, every mock is. Yeah. I think we're at least in the right ballpark of probably team needs. And, right. You know, they got thousands of dollars tied up in s- scouts and things like that. We're just a bunch of dudes reading, you know, scouting reports. That's yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that we're missing is what happened last year. There is absolutely going to be trades. For sure. Something could happen with Lamar, with DeAndre Hopkins, with Mac Jones. There is going to be movement in this draft that no one is going to see coming. Right. Who saw A.J. Brown last year? Yeah. That was an incredible we all, trade. We looked like, um, what's the guy, Dana White, uh, watching the UFC when they oh, see someone. Oh, Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah Joe when Rogan. he freaks out. Yeah. yeah, when they're like, oh! That's what we looked like that night. Yeah, so I, something's going to happen. Uh, if I had to project one of them, I think D-Hop's going to get traded tomorrow night. Yeah, I've, I've been here in Buffalo, of course, a lot, but I've recently you, just heard the Ravens. Would you get super excited over that? Like, how excited would you be on? I like D-Hop. I don't know if he's the piece that we need. Like, really? like I said, no. I'll, I'll be happy for it. Come on, it's D-Hop. But right. if they don't improve their offensive line, they don't win the AFC East. My biggest question would be, what did they give up? So I look at the Jets, and honestly, when I first saw they gave up a first rounder, I was like, oh my God, what a horrible. But then I realized they just moved back yeah. two spots. Two spots, yeah. yeah. They gave up a second rounder and a conditional second next year. Yeah. The only thing I don't. Now, if they do in fact finish in the AFC Conference Championship, then you're talking about the 28th pick in the first round. Not that there's not incredible talent at the 28th pick. You can live with that. But if you're giving up the 13th pick this year, that's a stinger. In the top 15, there is a lot of incredible talent. Yeah. So next year, if they do, in fact, finish top four, top six in the league, and the Jets had a real run, and they get deep into the playoffs, it's worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. And three years from now, and I, I'm assuming that someone with the Jets – has talking to Rogers said, Hey, are we going to get you for two years? Because one year is not going to be enough for us to give all this stuff. Right. So if they get two years out of them and two incredible playoff runs and they have a real legit chance at getting to the Super Bowl, man, I think most Jet fans would be happy with that. It kind of, of feels like the Rams move. You know what I mean? I mean, for Stafford, I mean, they're. Like just the win now mentality and signing like all these like veterans. Like, have they signed that many veterans? The year that they won the Super Bowl, I mean. Oh, with the Rams. I don't think that they went out and gave contracts to Bobby Wagner, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup extension, Stafford. I don't think they went out and did that type. Just to get Aaron Rodgers, they've really built this team they've through the draft. It. Right. They drafted it really well. Yeah, they really have. Sauce Gardner, the number one player on their defense, was a homegrown boy. That is someone they drafted and said, yep. Oh, yeah, no, I believe all of that. Like, yeah. I, I, I believe in them for all of that. I just feel like this move feels a little bit like the Rams, like, let's just win now. This is a win now move. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. For sure. Because they believe that. I mean, if you watch them last year, that was really the only piece I felt like they were missing. Right. Yeah, because when Flacco came in to start the season, they did well. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson's a hunk of shit. Yeah. I would be shocked if he ever gets a chance to start again. Is it just me? It would have to be like the depleted depth chart. Yeah, Yeah. He would go to the Buccaneers. Like, let's say something happens. He's cut. He's released. The Bucs sign him. And uh, Mayfield dies and Trask bombs. <laughs> and next thing you know, Zach Wilson, hey, buddy, get stop playing with your Rubik's Cube. You're out, You're up. You get exactly. one game yeah. till he signs somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and Wilson would be driving that car. 
like yeah. that killed Mayfield and Trask. Oh wow, that, that, that got, got dark. really dark. Yeah, I'm not that? the one that brought it there. You guys brought <laughs> it there. I don't know about that. We were just joking. You you had this twinkle in your eye, like oh, he's really gonna do you this. You were excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call him up. <laughs> Well, um, we'll, yeah. know, we'll know in a few hours uh, <laughs> what it's happens. Exciting, for sure. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. So we are going to have another um, episode coming up here pretty soon. So keep your eyes open on Spotify for it. Guys, it was great talking to everyone again. And we will be talking to you again real soon. Have I love night. you guys. <laughs>